Okay, are you going to do something about that, or are you just going to sit there? Hmm? Do you know how long you've been sitting here ignoring the beeping? According to the clock, no time at all. The clock is broken. Huh. Huh. So is this pen. It's not broken, it just makes that sound when you run out of ink. Put it somewhere we can't hear it and grab a new one. Is there a way to turn off the beeping? No. Just... Throw it down the hallway and wait for the battery to die, then grab a new pen and start over. Is that what the beeping pile down the hallway is? I thought it was an art project. We lost art project privileges a long time ago. But I cried over... Why don't we just throw them out? We can't throw them out. It's illegal. We are required to refill any empty pens. Okay, so why don't we just refill them? Because we don't know how. The method is proprietary and needs to be done by a professional. They beep to get the attention of any professionals nearby, so please just throw it down the hallway and let a professional take care of it. I just... I feel bad throwing it down the hallway. Can't we just break it? And activate the secondary alarm for tampering with company-branded paraphernalia? Neither of us can throw the pen far enough to avoid that noise. Just get rid of the thing and grab a new one. I can't. Oh, Jonas, you didn't name it, did you? I did, but I forgot what it was. Also, there aren't any more pens. Check the drawer. I checked the drawer. I checked all the drawers. There aren't any more pens. There's a box. There's a box in the bottom cabinet in the file. It's labeled pens. Get one from there. It's empty. They're all empty. Dozens of boxes, and they're all just empty. Are all the pens at the end of the hallway actually yours, Bethany? Jonas, why didn't you say anything? Because I was hoping that if I stalled, you would solve the problem on your own. Why would I do that? The pen is beeping. I thought you would leap to action. I'm not replacing your pen, Jonas. I'm not your caregiver. I know, but... But we're out, and now you kind of have to replace my pen, don't you? Jonas. All I'm saying is I notice when your pen beeps... And you also watch me chuck it down the hallway. Every time. But I also say, hey, is your pen out of ink? Can I help with that? No, you don't. I'm going to start now. Jonas, I... If you... Jonas, I'm not dealing with this right now. Have we worked together long enough that you've run out of threats to say to me? This is not my worst day at work, but it is my worst day at work with you. Cool. Can you get me a new pen? Just 
hand me the pen request form. Last time I had to get new pens, I tried to get enough to last me until I died, and I never counted on you doodling on everything in the office. I know, you love my doodles. We don't talk about your doodles, Jonas. Hey, Bethany. Bethany. Hey. Bethany. Bethany, hey. Yes, Jonas. Hey. Is your pen out of ink? Can I help with that? This was not the week for the almost doctor to try me on new meds. Can I... Can I grab you another pen? Please shut up. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you over all this beeping. What was that? It was a creative threat against your physical safety, Jonas. That's all. Hey, Bethany, it looks like we're out of pens. We've got a form around here to request some more, but since we're out of pens, we can't fill out the form. So we can't get new pens to fill out the forms for more pens. Looks like the only thing we can do is sit here and really take in the music. Don't worry, I'll keep an eye on the clock and make sure it hasn't been more than five minutes. Give me that. Hey! Uh. I was just starting to get into that noise. We have to go borrow a pen. What is this we? Who is we? What could you possibly need me for while borrowing a pen? This is a part of your training that hasn't come up yet. <laughs> what? Asking for help? How are you going to teach me that? First of all, shut up. Second of all, we can't just borrow a pen on this ship. There's a very specific procedure we have to adhere to, or we both get a demerit. The only way you will learn about that procedure is to learn on the job. Trust me. I've had to do this before. You won't want to dive into the deep end with this one. Can I take the EBI folder? Your tentacle is still recovering from trying to lift it while you organize the thing. Just one story? No. Why not? It's... The folder is not supposed to exist, Jonas. Can we please at least pretend to act like it doesn't exist outside of here? What better strategy than hiding in plain sight? I... What? You know, it's a thing people talk about. I mean, you're right, but... Fine. One story... Hiding in plain sight. Okay, but what if I... Wait. Seriously? Don't make me regret it. What is going on with you today? Look out! Thank you for participating in this drill. In an effort to maintain employee productivity, the emergency warning you just heard will pertain to all possible emergencies on the ship. Remember, if you hear me say, look out, then you should start looking out for any possible emergency. We cannot be held liable for failure to look out. Productivity is happiness. You can look up in the paper now. This is Lay's office. 
Lay is the assistant director to the director of the Department of Directorial Assistant Mentorship, Training, and Distribution. And they get a door? They do. Okay. Don't think about it. It'll make you sad. No, it's good. If they have a door, we have somewhere to knock. Usually people just kind of barge into our office, but here we can knock and ask Lay for a pen. Not quite. Okay, we'll do the form or whatever. No. First, we knock on the door. Then we ask Lay's secretary's assistant, who is named Juan, to schedule a meeting with Olga. Who's Olga? Olga is Lay's secretary. Lay's secretary gets an assistant? Yes. What does the secretary do if they have an assistant? You'll see. And we can't just ask them for a pen? No, not with these people. Do not ask these people for a pen. Do not embarrass me in public like that. But what if... Remember that I let you take a story with you? Fine. Once we have a meeting with Olga, we can have Olga schedule a meeting with Lei. And I will not ask anybody except for Lei for a pen. You will not ask Lei for a pen. I will ask Lei to borrow a pen. Jonas, say it. Say, I will not ask Lei for a pen today. I will not ask Lei for a pen today. I'm going to ignore your tone and move on, but I just need you to understand that I heard it so you don't bring it up again. At least the door sounds cheap. Shut up. I was jealous and I'm not. Jonas, quiet. Come in. I'd rather have no door than a crappy sounding hollow door. They get more expensive as you get deeper in the office. They get more than one door? This is a prank. I have the authority to ask someone to lock all the waste removal areas in the immediate zone until someone confesses. Hi, Juan. You have the look and smell of a duo who's run out of pens. We do? Look at this one. You can still see the beeping ringing in their ears. I didn't even notice it, but you're right. The beeping is still ringing in my ears. And you. Me? I remember you. Oh, I remember you too. No, you do not. You're one. You were the... the... Tell me, when did you last see me? It's on the tip of my tongue. It is not. I'm sorry, Juan. I don't know the last time I saw you. It was the last time you ran out of pens. You were standing where Jonas is standing now. How do you know my name? Patricia was standing where you were standing, and I was standing here. Then Patricia said... We're only here because somebody ran out of pens. And you said... Can we borrow a pen from you? It was very embarrassing. Those were some great impressions. Or at least the Bethany one was. (laughs) There's no chance of upward mobility in my career unless someone dies. I've picked up a few hobbies. You're really good at it. Have you considered doing a talent show? Is there a talent show going on? No, but we could throw something together, I bet. (laughs) I would really enjoy that. This is all awesome. Can we schedule a meeting with Olga about scheduling a meeting with Lei? Let's do it. I'll have my people talk to your people. We're other people's people. Then I guess we're both going to have to find some people. How about those meetings? You're not just going to ask me for a pen right now? That would be pretty embarrassing. You know, I'm the head of my department now, and no one even had to die for it. I will do what I can do for you, Bethany. Just know this. 
You are cutting it pretty close to the wire. People around here have been whispering about empty pens going missing, unable to be found and refilled. You wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you? I don't have to answer that. It would be a shame if that shortage came to pass before you could clamp one of your claws around a fresh box of pens. You both stay here. I, I will go and talk to Olga. You could just send a communication. I could do that. Or I could walk down this very long hallway with bone-crushing, time-stretching gravity dilation. I like them. No, they like you, and you can't tell the difference. Oh, that's why it feels good. Are you going to do the talent show? No. We'll see how that goes for you. Are you okay? Peachy. You've been acting off all day. I don't like it when people bring up my old co-worker. Right. Sorry. Let's not talk about it anymore, okay? Did, did it at least sound like Patricia? To an uncanny degree. Do you have that story? Yes. Now's a good time to read it. You don't have to tell me twice. Bankroll discovered by you, cataloged by you, and- I know who cataloged it, Jonas. Cataloged on- 667-9905-T. That's right. Do you remember this one? A little. That's a joke. It's about a little planet. Technically it was a moon. We picked it up at the same time we were incorporating the body it was orbiting. The planet was all rocks and dust and special little gases. The moon had a population on it. Keep reading. Sorry, I thought you were going to say more. Please, I don't want any empty space right now, okay? Like... Quiet. Yes, like quiet. <laughs> okay. Um, here I go. There was a well-worn groove in the dirt floor just a few inches from where Sapphire slept. These floors were old and earthen, and grooves would form from where the home dweller walked between their rooms. No one would notice this one particular groove next to the bed after tripping over the many hills and valleys that made this dwelling's floor. Except, that is, for the one who made it. Every night, after blocking the door with the heaviest rock they could move, Sapphire knelt at the corner of their bed and slid their hand inside. Then they pulled out a fat wad of cash. Bethany, there's a new story about people that keep money in their mattresses every day. Sapphire's species hadn't invented farming yet. What? The bed was a pile of loose hides and wild grasses. You have 149 seconds to meet with Olga. I suggest you hurry, given the time dilation. Oh, and Jonas? Yeah? Call me about that talent show. We'll do one. Look out. This was also a drill. If you or someone you know did not proceed to look out once the alarm was raised, please locate and fill out a failure to look out form and submit it to the Department for Emergency Readiness. Failure to fill out a failure to look out form will result in a demerit after you submit a completed failure to fill out a failure to look out form. Please submit the failure to fill out a failure to look out form 
to the Department for the Oversight of the Department for Emergency Readiness. Happiness is productivity. in your hallway? No, there isn't. That's just a lie we tell the newest people so we can have a little joy in our lives. <laughs> well, you're really ruining the immersion for me. I've been here long enough to enjoy ruining other people's fun more than lying to the new hires. Well, I'm sorry you have to run down this hallway every day. I just go through Lay's office. You can both go now. We need to schedule a meeting with Lay? Well, I have another meeting about scheduling a meeting about pens with people who aren't you. You'll have to go back to my assistant's office and wait for an opening in my schedule there. Can we just wait here? I don't want to have to run to Juan's office and back again. Juan? Oh, right. That's my assistant's name. I always just call them my assistant since they will never be promoted to my equal or higher unless I die. And if I die, it's just not my problem anymore. Look at that face. Bethany, you get to look at that face every day. I like your attitude, Jonas. I don't know what I did, but thank you. It seems like my next meeting is late, so you two can come in now. We just need a meeting with Lay. Is that all? Yes. You're not going to ask me for a pen like you did last time? I am not. It was very funny when me and Patricia got to laugh at you. I remember it as well. Tell your assistant to ask me for a pen. I'm not doing that. Come on. It's been so long since someone made a bureaucratic faux pas in front of me. I can hear you. Your energy really is very good. And that face. Incredible. Let me go talk to Lay and see if we can schedule something. Okay, I know neither of us want to talk about that. Where was I? Then they pulled out a fat wad of money. Unfortunately, Lay is dead. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, Jonas, you sweet young thing. I hated Lay, but now I get to be Lay. I've been promoted by their death. Then can we ask you to borrow a pen? Oh, Oh my goodness, you... <laughs> I can't believe you did the faux pas! You, of all people, would know that nothing is final until the paperwork goes through. Oh, I can't wait to tell... What was their name again? I can't wait to tell my assistant about this. How long is that gonna take? I don't care. I have to go find a promotion in the event of wrongful supervisor death form and fill it out in duplicate. Once for the department, and once for me so I can remember this moment forever. You can wait here for my assistant to be promoted to this position, and then you can ask them for a meeting with me. 
Goodbye. Do not talk to me again until you've talked to my assistant. Wait, no. To my secretary. Wait, no. Don't talk to me until you've talked to my secretary's assistant about talking to my secretary about talking to me. Goodbye. For real this time. Jonas, you can talk to me whenever you like. Just as long as you bring that face with you. Goodbye for real for real this time. Great. Did they say wrongful death? The Department of Directorial Assistant Mentorship, Training, and Distribution is a messy web of slow-moving intrigue and slower-moving interns. Just read the story and don't get caught in it. Okay. Back to the fat wads of cash, I guess. There were three jobs on the moon. Hunting, gathering, and banking. Zaphire was a proud and great hunter. Zaphire was decidedly below average, but chose not to be aware of it. Certainly there were many, many hunters worse than Zaphire. They had to be at least above average. Zaphire was barely not a strain on their community. We pulled the numbers after filing away the story. Sapphire knew that the banks paid hunters for hides and paid gatherers for the flowers and used dark and twisted magics to turn those hides and flowers into the fat wads of cash that they were now counting in their dirty little hands. It wasn't magic. It was just basic dyeing techniques. The banks weren't even good at it. If the money got wet, the dye washed off and it was no longer considered legal tender. Worse, everyone knew it wasn't magic. Everyone but Zaphire figured it out. Zaphire also knew there was very little hunting left to do. Their planet, Moon, was small enough to walk the circumference in a day and was almost out of animals to kill and plants to pluck out of the ground. Zaphire, despite everything, was right about that. And despite everything again, was the only one on the moon that believed it. One night, Zaphire did the math and came to the only possible conclusion that someone like them could come to. The bank couldn't be trusted, but money was real and they needed to hoard it in their bed. Zaphire counted out the rough strips of leather painted with flower dyes. Soon, after maybe another good week of hunting, they would be able to buy that nicer hovel with the bigger plot of land Flyer had just finished developing on the other side of the planet. Then they knew they'd be safe. Sapphire would not be safe. There was no more food. Did they buy the home? No. Someone with enough brains to counterfeit poorly painted leather strips did. Then, they all starved to death. Later, we came along and did our thing. Huh. Do you think we can just take a pen from Olga's old desk while we're the only ones here? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I mean, it would be quicker... Did you just agree with me? Yeah, so? Let's get out of here and then let's talk about that. Look out. This is explicitly not a drill. A murder has happened near you. Act accordingly. Productivity is happiness. There! Yes! 
You've used the stolen pen to request more pens. You've submitted the request form for more pens. You've, quote, planned out how you're going to fill out about a dozen different forms when you finally get more pens. Now, please just tell me, what is up with you today? Nothing. I'm just... Not even coming up with an excuse. Fine. It's the new pills. Are they working? Sometimes I can focus better. Sometimes I focus worse. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm actually not sure the person who gave me the pills is a doctor either. I was told... I know. You told me. Did I? I must have. What was wrong with the old pills? I just wanted to be on less pills. Okay. There's an adjustment period with these things. With the pills? Yeah. Okay. As long as you don't start finding maps and coffee stains and everything. I get to have bouts of unwellness. You do not. Isn't that just it, though? Why don't I get to do that? Because I'm a goofball. And you're Bethany. And that's what makes this department the charming doorless place it is. You know, we used to have a door. Really? No. Bethany? Was that a joke? Episode 12 on Broken Things was written, produced, and edited by Monte D. Montalegre and Alexander Wolfe. Allison Levine voices the character of Bethany. Remy Washington voices the character of Jonas. Ellis McMillan is the robo-archivist. This episode also featured Chase Guthrie Knieman as Juan, Katie Plutz as Olga, and briefly introduced Kristen Hasty as Patricia. As always, I'm Leah Cardenas, and I read the ship announcements as well as the credits. From all of us here at Inc., the podcast, but mainly the creators who sweatily obsess over the numbers, we'd love it if you could take a few seconds and give this podcast a like, a follow, and maybe even a comment on what platform you're currently using to access us. We've received such an amazing reception in our first few months, even managing to occasionally land on the domestic and international sci-fi charts. And if you're interested in a free way to show your support, letting those completely inhuman algorithms know that we have a real human audience is weirdly the best way to do that. Find us online at inkthepodcast.buzzsprout.com for links to all our social media or connect with us directly at inkthepodcast. That's at I-N-C, the podcast, all lowercase, all one word. Inc. is a production of Wolf Mountain Workshop. Happiness is productivity. Productivity is happiness.